are here at the winery at Cherry Creek. I'm so excited to greet you from this vineyard to take you away for just a moment in time. So often the busy world keeps us running too fast. And today I bring you out here to the vineyard to remind you of your God, our God, who is the vine dresser. For God is the vine dresser. Our lives grow like branches. Together when we abide in him, the fruit of our lives grows. And how amazing it is in a world right now that is thirsty for something more, that we can offer a cup of wine, just as Jesus was able to be that eternal thirst-quenching drink for us. Jesus has come to give you life today. So let us now break away and worship him. Scripture reading was written by James, the brother of Jesus, who was also one of his disciples. And here's what he says Consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith produces perseverance. Let perseverance finish its work so that you may be mature and complete, not lacking anything. And our second reading comes from St. Paul's letter to the church in Rome. And here is what he says. Therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we have gained access by faith into this grace in which we now stand. And we boast in the hope of the glory of God. Not only so, but we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance perseverance character and character hope and hope does not put us to shame because God's love has been poured into our hearts through the Holy Spirit who has been given to us this is the word of the Lord thanks be to God I recently learned something really cool about vineyards and vines and growing grapes for wine and they say that in order to produce the best grape, the grapes that make the sweetest wine, or the grapes that make the wines that produce the best vintages, the vines need to struggle. So any vintner or wine dresser will tell you that they purposely plant vineyards on sloping hills so that it's not as easy for the roots of the vine to get water. They have to work and they have to struggle to get their nutrients. And I was so fascinated by that. If they have too much water, if, it, if the roots sit in nice, moist soil, they produce really big, fat, juicy grapes, but they just don't seem to have the flavor that a vintner is actually looking for. And I thought, what a great way to describe life. That vines that struggle the most produce the best so what does that mean for the struggle and stress as an intentional means to produce the best fruit? What do we do with that? You see, the goal for the grape is excellent wine, but each of us have trials in our lives as well. So what is the goal for us in the way in which we live our lives based on the trials and struggles that we endure? As you already heard Kim read one of the scripture passages from James, I'm going to revisit that really quick for us. 
And James says, consider it pure joy, my brothers and sisters, whenever you face trials of many kinds, because you know that the testing of your faith develops perseverance. Perseverance must also finish its work so that you may be, may be mature and complete, not lacking in anything. Consider it pure joy. Really? How is it that you can consider it pure joy when you are in the midst of an incredible struggle? How is it that you are sitting in a doctor's office and you get a, de a devastating diagnosis about what's to come, the treatments that you have to have? How is it that in that moment you are able to find pure joy? Or how is it that day after day you send out job application after job application and you continue to keep getting rejection after rejection, yet God has said, consider it pure joy in the midst of the struggle. Now I believe that God says consider it pure joy because he knows what he has in store for us on the other side of these struggles. He is in the process of producing some sort of great wine with the story of our lives. It's like having to have a different attitude. And how do we come up with that attitude? How do we take a look at the struggle, especially when you're in the midst of it and you cannot see to the other side? And of course, we try and do our best to turn our attention to God and to Jesus Christ during that time. You see, the struggling grape has no idea that it's bound for greatness. Same thing for us when we are in the midst of our struggles. We have no idea what God has in store for us. So I'd like to introduce you to a friend of mine, a family friend, and her name is Laura. And some of you may actually be familiar with her story. So Laura was a freshman at Stevenson High School in 2003. And as she was trying out for the cheerleading squad, she had a terrible, terrible accident and she broke her neck. And ever since then, she has been a quadriplegic. Now, Laura is an amazing picture of what it looks like to see somebody in the midst of incredible struggle and yet has produced something amazing with their life on the other side. So at 14 years of age, I don't think Laura had any idea where she would end up in her life 17 years later. So let me tell you what Laura has done with her life. Let me tell you what the struggles has produced. So Laura graduated high school. Laura also got a bachelor's degree. Laura also has a MBA as well. Laura has sat with and spoken to presidents, including President Clinton, as she has become an advocate for stem cell research. Laura was good friends with Christopher Reeve and they shared the last year of his life together, both trying to figure out ways in which they could be advocates for the quadriplegic community. Laura is now currently the Miss Wheelchair Michigan 2020. So what Laura does with her time is she goes around talking to classrooms and to various organizations, advocating on behalf of people with disabilities. This girl, is amazing and she will tell you any chance she gets when you sit in her presence how blessed she is and how grateful she is for the life 
that she gets to live. She is a quadriplegic. She needs 24-7 care. And this is what she says, that she is so blessed. There is no way that she or her parents or her sisters in 2003 when this accident first happened, that they could have ever imagined this amazing life that she has done, all the struggles that she has had to produce this amazing, rare, sweet, vintage wine of her life. What an incredible example she is to all of us. Now, of course, when we're looking at individuals who have struggled and who have produced amazing things, we always turn our attention to Jesus Christ, who especially in that last week of his life, the last hours of his life, struggled in ways that we can't even imagine, physical and emotional pain that we can't even imagine, and he chose that for us. He chose the struggle and he chose the pain so that we too may someday have hope and pure joy in this life and in the midst of our struggles. So as we continue to face the trials and the struggles of our lives, let us revisit the words of St. Paul. And we boast in the glory of God and we also glory in our sufferings because we know that suffering produces perseverance. Perseverance, character, and character, hope. And hope does not put us to shame. Only God can help us find hope in the struggles of life. And only God can help us find joy in the pain. Like the wine, or like the vines that are struggling to produce beautiful fruit, so are we. We all have struggles and we all have trials. God has something amazing in store for each one of us as we go through it. God is the vine maker and the vine dresser. Rest assured, he will take the struggles of your life and produce a sweet, rare, vintage wine that cannot be replicated. And a sweet, rare, vintage wine that will bless the lives of everyone else around you as well. So my friends, go in peace this day and take joy in the struggles that you have because God is with you every step of the way. See you soon.
Perseverance, gentleness, goodness, kindness, faithfulness, self-control. Jesus, our life-giving vine, you have given your life for us and poured that life into us by your spirit so that we would bear your fruit. 
fruit to nourish a world that is starving, starving for peace and kindness, a world starving for gentleness, goodness, for joy. By your grace, give us courage, courage to abide in you, our life-producing vine. Give us strength, strength of will to live out your character, to bear the fruit of your spirit and to bear it in abundance, producing us love, and joy, and peace. Give us your tenacity to persevere in faith regardless of our circumstance and confidence, confidence that you will finish in us what you have started. Bless our families, our neighbors, our communities and your world with the spirit of gentleness and goodness, kindness and faithfulness that you are growing in us. And may those around us know that your life flows through us and we belong to you because of the self-control you produce in us. Give us an ever deeper love for you. And from that love, give us a deep love for one another. We surrender. We surrender to your love. We want your life and your love to flow through us. We want your love to produce in us your fruit, plenteous fruit, fruit that remains. For our good, fruit-producing Jesus, make it so in us. For the blessing of this world which you created, which you love, for which you died, make it so in us. For your glory, Jesus, that our world would know you, who to know is life everlasting. Make it so in us. Make it so. Amen. Brothers and sisters in Christ, thank you so much for joining us today. We have heard the words spoken. We have heard a reflection to ponder. We have been prayed over. And now may you be blessed. May you remain strong in your love and faith in Jesus Christ, abiding in him. For your life will grow and bloom like good fruit on the vine. And just as Jesus came, to be with us and to pour out his life for us, that we all may find true life and meaning in him. I pray this for you. And so may in your perseverance, you feel the presence of Christ with you. May he give you that perseverance that leads to character, that gives you a deep abiding joy in his love for you. So may you go now to love and serve him for the peace of Christ be with you. Amen.